Welcome to the Special Delivery Podcast. I am your host, Special, and on this show, I like to do one of two things. Either I'm highlighting brand new music that's dropped, or I'm sitting down with an artist to break down their latest project, and you know that's what we're doing today. Jay Lately joined me to break down his latest album, Tuesday, and you know we talked about everything from the production, the title, the features, the cover art, and just so many interesting conversations about his lyrics and his mindset while making this, including conversations about control, not only taking control of the things that you can in your day-to-day life but also creatively surrounding yourself with people you trust so you don't have to be in control of everything plus so much more so let's get into it hey what's up this is jay lately how's everyone doing out there (laughs) yeah 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 he's back new album how are you doing i'm doing great i'm doing great happy to be here I'm happy to have you here, man. We uh, broke down Be Fucking Happy, shit, a year and a half ago? Two years ago? I think it was almost two years by now. It's yeah. probably two years. If the kids haven't heard that, please go back and listen to that. But today, we're talking about Tuesday. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. We got to start with the album title. I know you've broken it down on Instagram a little bit, but for the people who missed that, why Tuesday? So it originally came from, I have a line on one of my previous albums, not Be Fucking Happy, but before that, mm-hmm. that says it could all change on a Tuesday. That's always been one of my favorite lines I've written, or I don't know why it stuck with me. Maybe I heard something like that before I even wrote it. I don't know, but it's always kind of like stuck in my head. And it's this idea that we're always like waiting for the weekend or like the important time or like the big moment or something. Everyone's waiting for their big moment or something like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, no, your big moment is like when you make it kind of, or the important things are when you make them happen mm-hmm. or whenever they happen, they could happen on a Tuesday like your whole life could change you know what I mean you could come up big time or you could lose everything the same way it could happen on a Friday night the same way it could happen on a Saturday you know and so it's just kind of like reminding yourself everything I'm doing like it's important I hold the power right in my hands right now today to make that difference whether positive or negative you know no it's just really about having the control like people talk about it too especially when it comes to like New Year's resolutions and shit and it's like you don't have to wait for the new year to do something you're in control of it and just make it happen don't wait for something you know i I think sometimes we kind of forget what we actually there's so much that we're not in control of that sometimes becomes overwhelming and we kind of forget like we do have control over our emotions we do have control over our happiness we do have control over our productivity we do have control over these things like yeah there's outside influences but like there are still things you get like those are yours you know they are yours and you better own them because goodness gracious everybody (laughs) else is so shit just saying right then we get to the cover art you in the laundromat it's so clean like fresh and clean not even the laundromat just just the colors and the way it's edited what was it like doing that cover art well i've been wanting to do that for some in a laundromat for a long time there's something about a laundromat that is just like what you said right there it's just like i'm not ocd but in certain ways i'm like ocd almost visually i'm ocd Mm -hmm. kind of or whatever like i really like lines being in line and like stuff like that so there's something about like all the circles of the laundry machines are lined up and then there's these straight lines and then the colors are like these crisp colors and stuff like I used to go do laundry when I was living at my last spot because I didn't have a laundry machine so I could go to the laundromat and I'd just be sitting in there while my laundry's going like taking pictures like you know what I mean because it's just it's so tight all the symmetry the symmetry exactly so like I've always kind of wanted to do that and I think it's kind of like a perfect representation of the album title it's like something so plain can be so beautiful or something so like overlooked can be so beautiful you know what I mean like fucking laundromat there's trash on the floor like whatever whatever you know there's like a thing of beauty there and like appreciating that matter 
matters more than like sprucing it up or something. You know what I mean? Have you heard the interview that Andre 3000 did with Rick Rubin? No, I haven't listened yet. It's incredible. I keep telling people, I'm like, it's so good you might cry. Like he really breaks down what it's like being an artist and just kind of dealing with the ins and outs of it and all that stuff. But he talks about a laundromat too. And he talks about how he just loves the community of it and the familiarness and just the emotions that it brings because there is like this cleaning aspect but there's also just like everybody from all walks of life is coming right. in here for the same goal and, yeah. and just to be in that space and you don't get that very often so. and it's like one of those things that we all have to do no matter who you know what i mean yes. so, like, some of us get to do it at home mm-hmm. everyone's got to clean their clothes no matter what car you pulled up and you still got to clean those clothes you know what i mean like exactly there's a beauty in that yeah and then this project entirely produced by the man himself space cadet yeah you guys have been rocking for a while what was it like to be like all right this whole thing is you it was awesome it was amazing i mean to tell you the truth that's always been my dream my dream was to be a rapper and i wanted my best friend to be a producer slash dj oh my god and that's like all i ever wanted in life and i wanted me and my best friend to travel the world making rap music make the songs in the hotel in the car and then perform them on tour, you know? And then my friend who I kind of wanted to be like that, you know, didn't have the same dreams, right? So like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? But yeah, so Space is like somebody who I feel really comfortable with and he's somebody that's always like, we've worked together on projects before and he just always kind of like pushes me to be a better version of me. You know, you have people that push you, but they're not always pushing you where you necessarily should be going or want to be going. And it comes from not necessarily like understanding you properly. right like I'm trying to help you but if I don't fully understand you then like I can't fully help you right whereas space is somebody who now I feel like really knows me as a person and then also kind of like knows my musical abilities sometimes your friends know what you want a little bit better than you know what you want at times and things like that so it's like I think he really brings great things out of me and we worked way closer on this album than we've ever worked before like I got to sit there when he was making almost every single beat we made we did everything really together you could almost say I co-produced with him and you could almost say that he co-wrote with me like on certain songs and things like it was very interactive which is tight i love that so much because you really manifested that in a way that wasn't contrived or corny it's so interesting to have that goal but to not force it because right your guys's friendship is so genuine and there's also something so beautiful in him just exuding that because he's also trying to make it and he also has goals in mind so that selflessness to be like no i want to help you i know it's best for you like really helping you in a way where you know he could be selfish and do it all for himself and you know have these ideas and just do them he raps he makes beats like if he had an idea he could do it himself so i think i think there's a really cool selflessness in that no big time that's what kind of allows me to be able to trust him like that is because i'm like you're not trying to get anything out of me you're doing this because you want you know what i mean like this is what you want to be doing too clearly so and it like represents you too like you're not going to give me some corny ass suggestion and it's very much like a group effort now we get into the track listing number one sloppy Always talk about that, I'ma change my ways. Rolling up another, I'ma change my mood. I'm the ambiance till the daylight waves. I'll be in the lobby, but at least I'm not rude. Yeah, always talk about that, I'ma change my ways. Rolling up another, I'ma change my mood. I'm the ambiance till the daylight waves. Sloppy in the lobby, I've been working on my smile a bit more. Excuse me's and pleases. The things you work for are usually the sweetest. I get lit off how juicy the beat is, but she got shit that could move me. Oh, it just comes in so well. How did you know that that was gonna be the first track? 
I didn't. That was Space Cadet. He was living in, or he is still living in Reading. He would come down on the weekends and stay for like three, four days. So then when it was all done recording, I put together a whole track list. The next time he came down and visited, I played it for him. And he's like, I don't know, man. <laughs> like, we got to rework this a little bit. I kind of had sloppy, like, weird, like, skip over track. You know, like, just kind of like a filler track almost. And he was like, no, dude, like, this is a sick-ass first song. Yeah. And I don't know. It just, it just fit. It kind of, like, sets a mood without, like, saying it. Like, I'm not making a statement with that song, but I'm just kind of, like, setting up a mood to be able to talk about everything else that comes afterwards as opposed to, like, claiming what my album is about in the first song, you know? Yeah. It really sets up the introspection, and it also eases you into it like the way the beat plays for a while before you actually start with the hook it's just very inviting i think this album has a calming aspect to it that we'll talk about throughout the songs but mm. that calming just kind of washes in like almost like an ocean like yeah. oh you're, you're being taken into it what was your idea of the first track do you remember i think maybe sookie which is number three but that's like the kind of bang like it comes in like banging like yeah. a little bit in my mind that was kind of like how i wanted to come in and he, you know and like you said it, instead it kind of like sneaks in the album a little bit and like warms you up a little bit love it <laughs> and then we've talked about this before i'm a big fan of songs as letters and we've talked about different songs on albums that you've done being letters this one feels like a letter to especially when you say like all these things you do so distracting keep on taking my time so if you'd like to tell us who was that a letter to that one was actually not a letter to anyone in particular i almost think it's if anything it's like a letter to almost like the life style the life that i'm in kind of where it is kind of like this sloppy but beautiful mess of like kind of being fucked up kind of fucking up while also you're kind of like doing amazing at the same time and it's just kind of like weird world there are so many distractions that are kind of like these beautiful things that are like pulling you in certain ways and you're just trying to like kind of balance everything it's an interesting song because it's like very hard for me to put my finger on exactly what it is mm -hmm. that i'm talking about the whole time but it's like a feeling that I'm talking about based on like just where I'm at in life. No, I think that's dope though. And it makes sense because even on other songs in the album too, like you just talk about lifestyles and how a lot of things aren't necessary. And it's like, why does everything have to be a movie? Like what, uh -huh. what are we doing here? But I think that that's interesting too, because I had to ask who was that letter to, because right. it's been about weed. It's been about <laughs> yourself. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like there's levels to the letters almost. So yeah. it, it's cool to hear that that wasn't someone that that was just a thing and a feeling. Yeah, if anything, it's like almost to like the vices of the life that we lead. They're fun things too. Like I'm not gonna say like I'm not trying to get drunk and party. I definitely am. I'm just trying to do it in a smooth way. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> then we get to better one with blinds. love her so much yes and she's the, amazing the way she's evolving into her own sound is just blowing my mind yeah. and i think this is a perfect example of that her on the hook and then her spitting a verse it's just 
such a good sound for her. What was it like working with her on this one? It was sick. It was super sick. She's somebody that I've wanted to work with for a long time. And we've like talked about things in the past, but it's never really come to fruition because we were just both doing our own thing. Mm -hmm. um, but I just like really hounded her about this one. I was like, no, like you are the person that like, yes. I don't care. If, I didn't have any other features at that time. And I was kind of like, I don't care if I don't have another, like you are the one that I want on this album. You know, mm -hmm. I had written my first I think only my first verse. No, no, no. I had written both both of my verses already. But I was like, no, I want you on this song. So I sent it to her and she was like, yes, yeah, cool. Like, I'm down. I'm going to be up in the Bay, actually, for my birthday. Like, I'll just come by and record it. And I was like, sick. And so she showed up. She's always hella busy. She's been yeah. going all over the place recently. So she only had like four bars of her verse written that I think she might have like wrote in her head on the drive over or some shit like that. So she just sat there in my room and wrote that shit in the studio. Like, you've been in, inside there. It's yeah. like a little ass studio. And my bed's in there in the in the next room and shit so that's where like her line comes where she says i don't need a bed need a studio like and she's just literally sitting there i was doing my taxes she says something in there about taxes yes. so she's sitting there writing i already have all my shit done so i'm just sitting there with the beat playing but i had this stack of taxes like that i had to go through all my taxes so she's just kind of like looking around my room like throwing shit into it was tight it was hella fun and then she just kind of like asked me like yo you fuck with that and i'm like yeah keep going like mm -hmm. but it was tight she does have such a cool sound where it's like what i love about her is you can tell she grew up listening to a lot of the same music that I grew up listening and loving and she's like a real hip-hop head she's a real spitter but then we also all of our tastes develop and we in they're diverse and stuff like that like I don't just like boom bap hip-hop music I love boom bap hip-hop music but that's not all I like and that's not all I listen to especially anymore and so she's somebody that's like created her sound her own sound in such a cool but like genuine way it's very like authentic and I just think that's super sick you know what I mean I love that she was like freestyling the moment in a sense but she's so talented that she did it in a way to where it's like a cohesive verse that's about the top you know what i mean right. like it fits perfectly right and that's funny too that you mentioned her line about a bed because you had a line about a bed this is a whole sidebar i don't know if you notice it but there is a lot of references to sleep throughout this album and like not getting sleep and uh -huh. not wanting sleep <laughs> i think that that's uh -huh. that's super interesting and i think that i think that's because i was literally living in a studio it's like a weird it was a mm -hmm. weird it was great but it was a weird experience like my bed was in the small room the big like the real living room was a studio like you're either in bed or you're in a studio and it's like a weird feeling like every time I wasn't supposed to be asleep I felt like I was supposed to be making music right and like there's nothing else to do in there I didn't even have a fucking TV in there like there's nothing else to do in there so you're just either sleeping or making music and it's kind of a weird thing <laughs> mm -hmm. it definitely makes perfect sense so you say so many sleepless nights thinking if I need a bed and that's interesting to me too because I've known creatives who got rid of their bed just to be more productive uh -huh. and I don't necessarily agree with that but that's something that happens so when every time you say that line like I think about that and it's just like I just want to tell people like you do need a bed yeah. you do need rest like we, we've been doing this long enough that we can give you the advice that like no you do need a bed you yeah need rest. for sure no it definitely helps <laughs> and then we have to talk about the remix uh -huh. Andre Nicotina Zion I and Blimes of course still on there yeah I love it because it's not only such a good representation of the Bay Area 
but it's also such a good representation of you and your music career and the things that you have paved out for yourself and yeah. these connections that you've made because you love these people's music, you respect them, and you've spent quality time with them. Yeah. What was it like getting all of them on the remix? It was sick. It felt really cool to put Zion I and Andre Nicotino on a song together. To my knowledge, they've never worked together on a song before, mm-hmm. but they're like legends in the Bay Area, and I think they represent what's so sick about the Bay Area is they can both coexist as legends in the Bay Area and it's like that's what's tight and I think that is a a lot about like I didn't grow up in the Bay Bay but I grew up in the North Bay Mm -hmm. and this was the closest hip-hop community we had so that's who we identified with uh, like as our people you know and that's something that really shaped me was like the diversity of the music in the bay and so i think that it's tight and i think it's tight that they're on a fucking space cadet beat like space cadet is not you know like uh, andre nicotina producer or like a zion i producer you know what i mean it's just tight like all these people coming together and they're having blimes on there too as well still like it was really cool to be able to like have all of us together and still have it sound cohesive like and still have it sound like we're supposed to be here together even though this is not who was supposed to be together you know what i mean kind of and it's cool too that they are people that I've been around. Like I've traveled in with Dre and with yeah. Zumbi before and like had conversations with them and kicked it with them and stuff. So it was tight. No, the cohesiveness is so cool because there's so many songs out there where people get features or get a remix and it's just like, wait, did you actually hear the actual song? Like that shit drives me crazy. I, right. I was going to talk about that with the grouch on clean because he completely just took everything you were saying and embodied it in his own way and it right that song is just incredibly cohesive but we'll get to that <laughs> <laughs> now we get to sookie yes i've been feeling so good that i just might buy myself a light if i take another i think i might find myself tonight keep all of these secrets from my friends then go and tell her mike she says she's not a freak but that just seems that's what she's hella like and, oh the one that will make you apologize no i see too much on my own just to follow lies running your mouth when it's all a myth biting your lip when it all arrives oh, she's when you say like a finding a new dimension what does that mean to you that song is very much about kind of just getting fucked up and like enjoying that getting lost a little similar to sloppy like being in that lifestyle of just i'm running around traveling with no sleep but like loving shit and partying it's like partying your ass off while you're struggling your ass off at the same time that kind of like feeling of almost like being delirious almost or whatever but like enjoying it like in a fun way you know yeah that's what that was about i think (laughs) that honestly is a song where like i loved that beat so much i love that beat way more than i like the song Mm. like that was one of my favorite fucking beats and so it was just something that i was just like writing to just to be able to write to that beat almost you know what i mean mm-hmm. i think he did a great job <laughs> another one you don't have to answer about that one uh-huh. been high since i was old enough <laughs> what's, yes. what's old enough well that was just kind of like supposed to be you know funny for that reason i've been high since i was very young though i got high i don't know if my parents ever heard that but yeah i just thought that was like a funny line like you know what i mean what is old enough to be high whenever the fuck i say it is. <laughs> <laughs> whenever it happened i also believe that i think being old enough to get high is a very subjective thing thing right Mm -hmm. some people are never old enough to get high or like some people should i truly believe some people should not smoke weed like i don't think it's the answer for everyone or i don't think it gels well with everybody you know what i mean so some people need to be 30 when they start smoking some people i mean i wouldn't encourage people to necessarily start smoking at like 10 11 12 but some people do and they turn out fine you know (laughs) it's very subjective you're completely right and then run 
Before we talk about the song, I just want to talk about the concept of the music video. Was it your idea? Was it the director's idea? How did that collaboration work? It was the director's idea, Erica Eng. And then I kind of like tweaked her idea a little bit. I kind of had an idea similar to that too. With her, she's so good at these ideas that whenever I bring a video to her, I never tell her what I'm thinking first. Like, I don't even want to color what she's going to think with what I was already thinking. I'd rather hear what she says and then be like, all right, this is what I was thinking though. Can we tweak it this way a little? That was definitely something that she just brought kind of organically to the table. When I think about that, I, I remember like you giving us like a little bit of behind the scenes and stuff like that. And it just felt like you were damn near an actor, not like a method actor, but like there was hard work that went in into right. that like you're literally running and rapping for like this huge span yeah can you talk more about that experience and where you guys were because it was gorgeous yeah we were actually out in beautiful van nuys california <laughs> no but it's sick out there i love the desert like i'm somebody who really loves big open empty spaces yes. and there's something really beautiful about like the simplicity of that to me so it was really beautiful and we were out there like our goal was basically to be shooting like right around that kind of golden hour before the sun sets and that's right when we were out there so it was really beautiful out there that's something i like i've shot two videos with her now she very much runs it like a full produced film it's cool for me like it's really a learning experience and it's one of those times very rarely do i just put something in someone else's control with things i'm doing musically you almost can't the number of videos i've co-directed without ever saying i co-directed those videos is like countless you know what i mean like who came up with this concept me who wrote this me who got the props me you shot it and edited it but she's somebody who i really can just trust to turn it over to kind of like you know someone i found like space cadet where i feel comfortable and i'm learning to when i find somebody who i feel comfortable really turn it over to them because they are much better than me at this i'm not a videographer i'm not a director she's clearly better at it than me all i need is for her to understand me and gel with me i'm like i need to turn it over to you so it's really cool just kind of like following her directions and it looks like such a simple video but like i I have to be a certain distance away from the car every time I start rapping. We have these like things where kind of we're moving apart, stopping, moving in close. And like those are supposed to be happening at specific times during the song and shit. So it's, it really is about like kind of timing things out. We we ran through it a few times without even shooting it. She'd be like, all right, get close. You know, she's just sitting in this car just screaming at me like, come on, come on, get close. Yes. <laughs> but it was tight. It was a lot of fun. I ran a lot though and it's hot as fuck out there. And that's why I'm so glad that you put out parts of behind the scenes of that because it was such hard work and it was just very thought out like Uh you were saying like you have to be in certain places and certain lines and and literally running in the desert the whole time like i just appreciate that you shared that with people that this wasn't just an easy video shoot it's very simple Mm -hmm. it's a super simple video but i think sometimes people like forget about what really goes into making things and like making really good things like sometimes making the simpler thing is harder work you know what i mean like we could have hella girls and cars and lights and flashing around and bouncing around like to make something good where it's literally just me in front of the camera on this 
plain ass street moving in the same direction and still make it interesting like i think there's a beauty in that you know you guys did a fantastic job it's gorgeous it fits the song and when it comes to that song i think a lot of people especially nowadays i hear it a lot a lot of people when they need clarity or their mind is just out of control they'll go running and they'll yeah. get clarity from running but there's also just running away from everything right so how do you view it when it comes to this song for me, running is like, that is how I get clarity. And that's one of the ways I keep myself from ever like slipping into depression. That's like my way of getting myself out of that in a very like straightforward, easy fucking way without it having to be difficult or like fucking with my mind in any type of way, you know? But separately, like when I use the term run, I always think about it in two ways. There's running away from something and there's running towards something. And we think of those as two different things, but sometimes that's the same thing too. That's always been something that's really, I don't know, it's weird. Like when I start fucking around with songs, like I hear a beat, you know, you start humming like melody or kind of mouthing out words. One word that always pops into my mind is run, like running towards or something like, I don't know, it's just weird. But it is something I kind of think about because I always feel like, oh, I'm running towards something. And then I'm like, wait, no, am I running away from something? Or am I running towards something? And then sometimes when you feel like you're running away from something, you realize, no, it is I am running towards something else. And I don't know, it's just something I've always kind of like played with in my mind musically, that idea. Yeah, because I think that's a super interesting concept just in life. Like, what are you running away from? What are you running Mm -hmm. towards? And to bring that into the music and for you to feel that when you hear certain beats, I think is super interesting too. Like, where where are we going with this? It's because it's kind of like this uneasiness. Like, everything isn't always just this balance of like good, bad, what you should be doing, what you shouldn't be doing there is like a lot more complexity in things but what i know is i feel uneasy and i need to go somewhere else and like push myself to get there no matter what the reason is you know what i mean it's it's kind of like this uneasiness that is pushing me forward or whatever you know i'm gonna be thinking about that for a couple days goodness (laughs) man then we get to patience sick of feeling like i'm so stuck should probably be full of myself so what they thought i fell off of my ship and no luck just did a whole tour and didn't even throw up in a circle that's been holding me down respect my journey bitch please accept my verbiage won't act just like my record is the fresh white curliest apologies cause send like 30 ish this fucking job has got me working all day it's worth it all night very reflective i mean we already painted the picture of this album being introspective um but this one's particularly reflective when you say rather fall than to fake this Mm -hmm. what was it like writing that one do songs like this just kind of come out of you because they are so reflective or is it a harder writing process is because it's so honest what does that look like honestly this was a song that wasn't even supposed to be reflective i was trying to make this like a fun sing along <laughs> like hang out party have fun type of song you know what i mean so like it's just what naturally came out of me and so it's like easier for me to sometimes just talk of, like that's what i was feeling so that was way easier for me to talk about than to like come up with some party song just because the beat was fun and so it didn't feel hard at all like I was almost fighting myself from saying some of the things I said but then I just realized like yo this is what this song is about this is what I'm saying this is what the song is about you know (laughs) oh man and then you say I was different when I wrote this just at space out in Reading like Otis and you talked earlier about how he does live in Reading I didn't even know that yeah that's such a good line (laughs) what do you mean when you say I was different when I wrote this everyone always talks about like oh you've changed and I'm like yes I have you know what I mean like we kind of forget like 
and we even talked about this before before we started recording i was saying like yo this is only three months old this album but it feels old because we we're always like moving on and stuff and so it is this feeling like when i wrote that song by the time you guys heard it mm. i was a different person like i'm a different person right now than when i wrote these songs that we're talking about you know what i mean so i remember talking to somebody one time when i was kind of telling them like all right, I put out my album, I need to do this next shit. And they're like, you're tired of this because you've been listening to it for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. They have been listening to it for three weeks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it is an interesting thing. Like by the time the public hears music, I'm in a different place. Exactly. I wrote those things about the place I was in. And now that was like maybe a year ago, nine months ago, something like that. You know what I mean? So that's just kind of like where that line came from. I feel like that's such a cool way to look at things. Because of course, as an artist, you're going to have that thought process but to put it on a track in a way it's meta but it's a cool meta to be like I know that after this comes out I'm going to be different than I was because that's what's happened before so I'm going to put it on the record right. like this I just think you did that in such a cool way and I also like kind of remind it little times whenever I say like there's tracks where I was, I was listening to one where I say I'm saying something about being scared being different than I used to be like I like to say shit like that just so that sometimes other people feel like okay it's okay for me to feel like that too yeah. you know what I mean because like I hate feeling like I feel a certain way that I'm not supposed to feel like just because other people are saying that shit and to be cool I'm not supposed to feel that way and I'm like no I know you guys feel that way but like you don't say it you know what I mean and it's like no it's okay to be a different person than you were before like we're supposed to be growing and shit like don't feel like you have to if there's something you don't like go change that shit like you don't have to sit in that you know exactly I think that's another thing before we were talking about like you know just unlearning these things team no sleep and all these weird yeah, things yeah. that we've adopted along the way just because that's what people are saying and i think that's one of them is just like oh no you have to be the same person all the time and don't ever change and it's like yeah. no change is one of the most important things in your life and you need to embrace it and you need to change it and even going back to control we were talking about how you control so many aspects of your life and that's right. part of it like you said if you don't like something go change go yeah. do it differently so much you can do you know what i mean mm -hmm. but it's hard it's hard i struggle from the same shit that's why i write about it <laughs> yeah nobody said it was easy yeah. but it is possible yeah. yes now we get to clean which i kind of alluded to earlier yes. with the grouch so when the rain it falls down just bring it all down and wash us clean I know you feel like running to hide from something and see no way But when the rain it falls down, just bring it all down, we'll be okay Asking God to take away the pain But life without the pain be pretty lame You can't maintain that If all we ever had was sun I'd beg to get the rain back Do my rain dance It's advanced I can't explain though Balance make the man grow I was just saying how he really got it I not only love when artists do that But I love when two artists that I love do that together in such a cool way what was it like working with him i don't think he had any idea or maybe he knew had heard my name or something but it's we didn't know each other at all i got that to him through his manager and i think the reason it sounds so good is because i think the only reason he did that song is because he liked the song so much it had nothing to do with liking me or like feeling an allegiance to me in any type of way i don't think because he even told me afterwards he's like you're damn near the only person i've ever done a song for that i don't know anything about you wow. <laughs> and i think that could be a Offensive, but I think, I took that I think it's so cool. Yeah, no, truth. that's yeah. a comment. Like, you like the song so much, you don't right. know who I am. That's dope. And you could feel it in the way that he comes into the song. It's like, that's his song, too. You know what I mean? It doesn't feel like a feature at all. Like, it's his song, too. He's been public about 
certain things in his life with ups and downs of his life and the beauty of having a daughter, the maybe heartbreak of her mother and you splitting up and things, you know, like, I don't know where those words he was saying came from because I wasn't sitting there when he wrote them and we haven't talked about it, but I could tell he felt that shit and I could tell he was going through the same things that I was singing about in my hook and it just felt very natural. It was weird because like I met him for the first time a couple of weeks ago. I did two shows with him, and that was like the first time I even talked to him in person and shit. It was kind of a trip. Him being like, you know, I just really like this song. <laughs> like I don't even know who you are. <laughs> shit, we'll take it. That's yeah. a, that's a damn good compliment. Yeah, I think this song really embodies what I was talking about earlier too, as far as it being so calming and so gorgeous. And in this one, you just have so many realizations that are almost like mantras, but not in a corny way in like a real authentic way what space were you in when you wrote this honestly i don't even remember to tell you this truth this song was actually written a long time before these other ones Mm. this came out i put it out as just a single before but then i wanted to add it to the album too i don't even remember when i wrote this song to tell you the truth but i think something i've been you know trying to deal with is like the duality of this lifestyle that we lead and like trying to chase dreams and like you know what i mean follow your heart and shit (laughs) and we were talking about this even before we started recording and then also trying to balance like there is a reason you want money there is a reason you want family there is a reason you want security and stuff like those are things we actually want in life but then i also have this like drive for more like wilder side of life or the exciting and not always being secure with things and and these rushes that you get from doing something based on passion as opposed to logic or something like that you know what i mean and so i think that's very much something i've been dealing with is trying to find the peace and the beauty with like i don't know if that's ever going to be different for me i think i'm always going to be looking for security and i'm also always going to be looking for a fucking a rush that might not be the best decision (laughs) and trying to like find beauty in those ups and downs i don't think the balance ever just like exists it's something that you have to like find that kind of you have to create it for yourself a little bit and like come to terms with things for yourself and so i think that's kind of where that song came from for me yeah definitely coming to terms with it and owning it and i think that sometimes we do worse things to run away from those urges and it's like no if you just own the fact that like okay sometimes i like to do wild shit and Mm -hmm. some Sometimes I like to do very normal shit that people think I shouldn't do. Being extremely responsible. (laughs) Yeah, like, and once you understand that both of those things are a part of you and they're going to come into play every so often, like, I think that's where, like you said, it doesn't necessarily become balance, but it becomes an understanding of, like, okay, this is who I am and this is what I'm going to do from time to time. You know, it's like this feeling like nothing is constant, right? Like, even when you you think about, like, the nature and shit, like, the moon waxes and wanes right the tide goes in and out like maybe that is the balance the fact that it's always moving and it's always different and like your emotions you're experiencing these beautiful things you're experiencing these heartbreaking things and maybe the balance is not just a flat line it's like the overall of these ups and these downs kind of you know what i mean absolutely poetic goodness (laughs) gracious but that's even what you guys are saying in the song too you think you don't want problems and you think you don't want these things that you think are bad but it's like okay then what would we be doing right you know sometimes I mean? it's good to remember that you the feeling of crying can be a great thing even when it's a really fucking sad thing you know what i mean like sometimes that is a great thing you know man then we get to do something featuring space cadet mm-hmm. 
you talked about how you guys work so closely together on this project you talked about him kind of co-writing with you too so mm-hmm. what was it about this song where it was like okay i'm gonna actually have you as a feature on this one he co-produced both of my two last albums so he did half of the each of those i don't know he's a good ass rapper like he's and he's fun to rap with so it's almost like us holding back from it not being more of him featured on my album yeah. it's like all right we can only do one you know what i mean instead yeah, of like one. at some point we would love to do an album together like it's just not the right time yeah. but it's so easy for us to just make music together so it's almost like yeah i almost gotta like cut him out of other songs yeah. that's the problem but so like with this one it was funny because the last two albums he was on two tracks that he didn't produce because mm-hmm. he kind of likes rapping over shit that he didn't make mm-hmm. so i'd be like all right choose one of these these are the other tracks on the album tell me which one you want to hop on yeah. and that's kind of how i did this one i was like all right we got like five beats we're sitting on right now like we have been going at it for a while and so i was kind of dried up on my own like we have been trying to make these songs that were my songs and so then i was like all right now's a good time for us to do something together kind of like take the fucking pressure off me here <laughs> and, and bring in an energy that's a little different. right yeah. so i was like these are like the five other beats we're sitting on right now which one do you want to do and he was like let's do this one you know so yeah it was just very natural thing sitting there together making a song together then i have to ask um do you have a certain affection for old navy (laughs) no i don't but there's always been something about those commercials you remember those i don't even know if they do them anymore because i don't really watch like regular tv but they're they just seem like the happiest commercials ever you know what i mean like very false fake ish to a certain extent there's something about those commercials that always just bright and sunny type of commercials i did used to wear a little old navy back in the day back in the day though when like uh cargo shorts were really in that was a great place to get cargo shorts they were the go-to for cargo (laughs) shorts and windbreakers Windbreakers, windbreakers i actually did have old navy windbreaker at one time we all did it was was great i don't understand how they make money anymore but they're still everywhere everywhere i don't get it I don't know who buys it, but yeah. more power to them. Hey, yeah. they- I think like kids and parents, like young kids get it bought for them by their parents. You yeah. know what I mean? And then their parents, like people who drive minivans. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Interesting. Shout out to them. But yeah, no, you're completely spot on with the commercials. They're so bright and just like, and I think at some point they were almost like making fun of themselves. Like I almost yeah. remember them using like mannequins as people and like that's how fake it was. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be like a beach, but inside of yeah. a uh, white studio or some shit yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Wild. Oh man. Then of course we get to my favorite because she is always on my favorite songs with you. Like uh-huh. I just every time i i try to fight it but i can't <laughs> it's too good we get to like it yeah. featuring kianzi garden and have to be on my garden was never much for the begging unless it's begging your pardon i feel it all in my soul and i pray that it never hardest to give me shit for the bargain i know it i think i like what I like about it I think you guys just flow so well I think she's so talented and such a good writer and mixed with your talent and your writing and just what you guys are able to bring out from each other especially like emotionally and not shying away from feelings Uh why was it important to you to have her again on this album I just think she's fucking dope like she's one of the most talented people 
that I know who's like in my circle of people who haven't fully got on yet. And she's really fucking talented and really sick. And so we've done like three real songs together now. I think on my last three albums, I had her on each of them. The first one on, on The Good Panda, I wrote what she was singing and I just needed someone tight to sing it. And I had met her recently and I was like, she's tight, come sing it. Then on Be Fucking Happy, that was a song where I wrote my verse. It was one of my favorite beats, but I didn't know what to do with the hook. So I just gave it to her. I was like, come up with whatever you can come up with and she wrote that shit and I was like whoa like you're a sick ass writer too like you just took everything I was talking about and created a hook out of it without using any of the same words I was using she made me feel exact like I didn't know what I was talking about and you just told me what I was talking about right there and that was kind of what it was with this song it was like I love this beat I really like my verse I don't know what to say to necessarily package what I'm talking about and make it sound good let's see if you can and it was once again she just like perfect kind of writes out the feelings I'm going through. She somehow was like able to relate to them too, I guess, and kind of encapsulate them in a beautiful chorus. You know what I mean? And it's the same kind of thing, like trusting. I think it's something to do with actually knowing people who really like what I do. You know, you work with a lot of people who are like working with you because you can get them somewhere or because you're good at this. And so they're trying to get this or whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? And like over time, I really value working with people that I actually think like my music. Mm -hmm. And she's someone who will hit me up and be like, yo, I've been listening to like be fucking happy or what it's shit that she's not on. You know what I mean? And she's like, yo, this shit's hitting me. Blah, blah, blah. And it just makes me be able to really trust them more. Cause I'm like, you're somehow feeling what I'm feeling too right now. And so I know you're like, you're not going to come on my song. Like fuck bitches get money. You know what I mean? Like whatever, like you understand me and you're super talented. Sick. Come do this with me. You know what I mean? Unfortunately, we spend so much of our time being misunderstood and just trying to tell people who we are or what we're doing and try to explain things to people to kind of bring it down so it's less misunderstood but there's always going to be those people who just get you and that is the most golden thing and to hear you stepping out creatively into that is so important because these people are so good at what they do and for you to just give them this free range to do them as well but in a way that suits you like I just think that's so harmonious and oh it's so good. I mean I think it's a lot about getting better and it's like almost something that I've almost held myself back sometimes because I'm like not trusting enough of other people and just letting go of that control sometimes and like letting go of that control sometimes really none of us get to where we're at just by ourselves like as much as we want to act like it, it's because of other people and the more you can let other people in to positively influence you like go fucking ahead you know like help me <laughs> I would love help everything help me out you know yeah but it's such an important part like you said of the elevation like mm-hmm. if we're going to elevate this I'm going to bring these people in I'm going to trust them and that's how it's gonna work right on this song you say my merch is paying my rent now i don't even want you (laughs) to break that down i just want to congratulate you i've known you for a long time and just hearing that made me happy yeah thank you so i mean there's a minute there where i was touring heavy and it was sick so cool but we've talked about it before too like you have such an interesting style of touring and you're just so built into like the budgeting of it and doing it right and Mm -hmm. to hear that pay off just made me personally happy and i hope that fans of your music and people who know you also hear that line and feel happy too i mean like as shallow as it is there's such a good fucking feeling off making legitimate money off your shit like off music off your merch all that off your shows 
it is it's really fucking rewarding to pay your fucking bills with music money is a really rewarding feeling i don't think it's shallow but we don't have another hour for me to talk about how that isn't shallow so yeah it's all good then the last track fly on my own man even if it means goodbye to my heart Spend a week trapped in my own head just running laps I spend a paycheck on a weekend, hope I'm done with that Don't tell me we can make it here and still not feel a purpose Been treading water, guess it's time to let this feeling surface I'm scared of exposing my lies and scared of being You're just expressing your fears yet being aspirational But it's through this togetherness Mm-hmm what was it like making that one? That was one of those songs that definitely started the minute when Space was making the beat, sitting in my studio making the beat together. Like once he gets to a certain point with the beat, then I kind of start trying to come up with shit to it while he's still making it. And so I just kind of had that hook just came to my mind first. Basically wrote that before the beat was even done. And it was just one of those songs that just kind of like flowed out of me. Like it wasn't, that's kind of how a lot of my songs are to tell you the truth. I'm not like, I'm going to write a song about this or I'm going to write a song about that. It's more like this beat made me feel something i know what this feeling is let me talk about it kind of and that's what that was and it's almost kind of interesting because like by the end of the song i almost have realized something about myself like oh that's what i'm feeling i had this feeling before but i didn't know what it was and then it's kind of like me putting down the words and being like oh that's why i feel this way that was one of those songs and it is kind of multi-dimensional like it's not like just about one exact thing i was actually listening to that one on the way over here and i kind of realized again like what that song is is about independence and it's not just independence like being solo or like going about it secluded from other people it's about the independence to choose who you go about it with and how you go about it i've kind of realized with this music shit like that's my dream like I don't need anything to be different than it is right now other than being able to and it sucks but it's like to have that financial independence to literally just keep doing things how i want to keep doing them i'm happy with all aspects of my life right now except for the fact that they're not secure that i get to keep doing them forever i want the security to know that i can keep doing things the way i want to keep doing them for the rest of my life because it's fucking beautiful right now you know what i mean and that's kind of what it's about it's like melancholy almost because it's sad thinking about having to give up this shit it's sad thinking about certain things not working out like i'm in love with somebody it's sad thinking about not being able to provide for that i want to have kids it's sad thinking and you know but these are also happy fucking things too like to think about having to give up music that's the saddest thing in the world but it's like such a happy feeling to be able to have it and i think that's what that song is about is like and i think everyone wants that like we just i just want to be able to do what the fuck i want to do like shit (laughs) like i don't it doesn't need to be balling out i just want to be able to do what i want to do like i think i'm starting to figure out what that is and i want to keep it yeah it's just sustainability we just Mm -hmm. we just want to sustain and i think that in the same vein of my merch is paying my rent now and how happy that made me to hear that in the same way like it's great to hear that everything is so good in your life and the main problem is just figuring out how to sustain it like right even though there's a problem within that you have to and i do for you like i appreciate that you've 
made it to that point yeah. that's so cool everything else is in line and you just want to be able to sustain that like shit congratulations on that <laughs> yeah, like you know what i mean like that's no, for sure. cool to hear too yeah i think that's something like kind of going along with the album title it's kind of like the idea of tuesday also is almost like we're here mm -hmm. like why do we keep talking about like when this happens or when we get like i'm fucking here this is what it is. This is a great moment too. You know what I mean? This fucking Tuesday is a great moment. Why do we keep looking for somewhere else that we're supposed to be, you know? Yes. And then Fly On My Own, of course, all the production on this album is phenomenal. But this one sticks out to me because it almost sounds like a music box. Like, you know, those uh -huh. little jewelry boxes <laughs> that you open and they play music? Like, that's really what it sounds like yeah. for me. Of course, I'll ask Space Cadet when he comes on the podcast very sure. soon. Yeah. But in your experience, what was it like watching him make that beat in particular that almost felt to me like because when we were kind of trying to craft the sounds we were definitely trying to like take my sound not sound like my previous shit mm -hmm. and have the beats move somewhere different and move and progress and that to me was almost one of those songs that sounded more like one of my older songs mm -hmm. in the way it's produced there's something i don't know it's just there's things like it's usually the melody there's something in these melodies that like really strikes a chord with me mm -hmm. which is similar on run mm -hmm. too like to me I don't know you know everyone hears things differently to me both of those songs are like undeniable melodies in those beats that just like fucking hit me somewhere that make me feel an emotion and that's what draws me to the beat a beat any beat the most is like something in that melody that fucking hits an emotion with me like strikes a chord with me and so that's one of those songs where it's like I almost don't even hear what the fuck else is going on in that beat it's just that fucking that piano mm. like that beat could just be a piano to yeah. me it's undeniable to me like there was no way I wasn't writing to that song there was a big chance that song wasn't even going to end up on the album oh, wow. but there was no way I wasn't I knew I was going to write that yeah. song there's no way I wasn't writing it and I even wrote it almost feeling like I wasn't even going to put it on the album yeah. and maybe save it for some other shit or whatever once I started going through my songs and everything it felt right felt like it kind of like summed up what I'm talking about while still leaving it open because it is open it's not like I figured my whole life out in these nine songs or something and that's okay we're, we're still here for it anything else you want to tell the people about tuesday it's out now go listen yes, to go it listen to it lots <laughs> no i think that's it and then of course since you're here we gotta ask you what's next it's just more new music like i have another project i've probably been working out on for like the past three four months maybe with a dude named tracy who you might recognize his name he's part of that group i Lam that i used to tour with a lot oh. and he's one of my homies from high school actually Damn. and he was the first dude that took me on tour with his group like i don't know how long ago but a while ago but yeah. he's been producing a ton and his production is dope as fuck he lives in a regular house out in by the beach in bodega bay but he has this little ass studio like up on the hill up on the cliff overlooking the beach it's dope as fuck i've just been traveling up there and going and sitting in there for like weekends at a time kind of like me and space did and like making beats together or he's making the beats i'm sitting there and giving him ideas and then writing songs so that's been tight so that's the next shit but in the meantime keep listening to tuesday because it's gonna be a minute before that stuff goes <laughs> i'm like yeah now you've gotten all the behind the scenes stuff now you can go listen to it in a different light you right know? that's what i always do at least as right. a consumer like oh snap now i just want to listen to it even more because now i know the ins and outs and yeah and how it came about and that's why i love this show but i love how important proper collaboration is to you like i love the thought of you going up for weekends at a time and just sitting in the studio with somebody and really working on a very cohesive genuine sound yeah. between the two of you it's less about me like trying to do quality control or anything and it's more just about me wanting to do what's fun and it's almost easier like you know i have written a lot of songs sitting alone 
in a room by myself and I still do. But it's really fun to work with other people. Like when I feel like we have something genuine together, like you said, then it becomes really fucking fun. It doesn't feel like working. You know what I mean? It, it feels like something fresh and new because yeah. it's not just the same thing you did last time. And that's how it should feel. Yeah. Anything else you want to tell the people? Nah. Shout out Miss Special. Whoa. <laughs> He's known me so long. He calls me Miss Special. Man. Special. Excuse me. No, you're good. No. I, I'll just... <laughs> These days I'll answer to anything. I don't, whatever. I, no, I appreciate that. The nostalgia in that is, is appreciated. It's not, Always it's not a down, bad yeah. thing. No, it's all good. And that's sure. it. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. And thank you so much for checking out this episode. If you enjoyed it, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever you're listening on. I have episodes coming up with Dizzy Wright, Wynn, Mick Jenkins, Beejus, Homeboy Sandman, and Rico G. So you don't want to miss those. Just hit that subscribe button and then reach out to me. Let me know what your favorite part was or just say hi. I'm on Twitter at Special Says and on Instagram it's at Special Says as well. As always, this episode is dedicated to Marlon. Do what you can to stop senseless acts of gun violence.